It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The 2020 season did not quite go as planned for Reds fans as the playoffs ended abruptly in the wild card round. Now the Reds are left to pick up the pieces during the offseason and fix a lineup that was the worst in Major League Baseball. How are they going to do it? What are they going to do? Rumors, transactions, news, all here on the Locked On Reds podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Carr. Let's go. What's up, Reds fans? Welcome in to the Locked On Reds podcast. Thank you so much for joining me here on this Wednesday, this Wednesday, October the 7th of 2020. And just as we were getting started with the offseason, we were looking at the biggest storyline being, will the Reds retain the services of one Trevor Bauer? What will they do with the hitting? What will they do with the coaching staff? All of that has been pushed aside. Today, Dick Williams announced he is resigning as president of baseball operations for the Cincinnati Reds. He is going to be stepping down and joining the leadership of his family business, something that he's he's been a part of the entire time, but he's going to focus more on that, and he's going to focus more on his family. First of all, I commend his decision. Family is the most important thing in this world, even above baseball. I know some of you may not think that way. I I tend to try to think that way. Sometimes I get a little bit distracted with baseball, but family is absolutely the most important thing. And you can sympathize with his decision. You, I mean, he spent a couple of months this year that he would not have gotten with his family due to the quarantine from the COVID-19 pandemic. And you got to think that that stuck in the back of his mind whenever he returned to his everyday duties as president of baseball operations. He even mentioned in one of his statements that he spends 180 nights a year away from his family. And I mean, that that would be kind of a bummer. I think I absolutely agree with his decision on a personal level. Now, as Reds fans, though, and from our perspective, those of us outside the organization that have watched this team built up from Dick Williams' plan, the way that he has molded each part of this franchise, specifically the pitching side of things, whether it be the organizational philosophy, bringing in Derek Johnson, Caleb Cotham, Kyle Bodie, Eric Jagers, Lee Tunnell, all those guys that he has brought in to lead the pitching side of this organization. Now we are left to wonder what is next because here's the deal. This is now on the Casolini family once again. This is on the Reds organization as a whole. They have to get this right. They cannot just pass the buck. And I know that they're going to conduct an extensive search, but they absolutely must conduct an extensive search for this position. This is so crucial. We have seen the benefits of having someone like Dick Williams 
in the president of baseball operations spot, how he has modernized this team. Most people are talking about this on Twitter. Our friend Chad Dotson over at Red Leg Nation Radio mentioned this, is that the greatest impact All of the trades aside, he made a lot of really good trades, a lot of really good acquisitions for the Reds over the last, you know, five, six years, ever since he's really taken over the reins. I guess it's been four years, but it feels like a lot longer than that. But ever since he's taken over the reins, he's made a lot of great moves. But his biggest moves have been to modernize the way that the Reds approach baseball, bringing analytics in, bringing a lot of mathematicians in when it comes to looking at the statistics side of things, how to acquire players based on the money ball principle, which really when you think about it, the fact that it took until these last couple of seasons for the Reds to join that, the book Moneyball was written early on in the 2000s. This thing is not new. But the Reds are new to it, and a huge reason is Dick Williams, because he brought them into this. We can go down the list of trades that he made. Obviously, the one for Luis Castillo sticks out, Dan Straley for Luis Castillo, and a couple of other guys, but... I mean, Castillo obviously being the big part there. The Sonny Gray trade. The trade for Eugenio Suarez was also his mastermind. The absolute, I mean, let's put it this way. It was a fleecing. He has made a lot of really good trades for this Reds team. And now you probably got to figure what's next for the Reds. We're going to talk about that here in just a minute. But the reason that it is so important that they get this right. Imagine this. It's not just the fact that Dick Williams made some really good moves. He's part of the ownership group. He's part of the group that funds this team with what he has. He had a stake. He had some skin in the game when it came to the Reds. And the fact that he had Bob Casolini's ear and, you know, as Paul Doherty said in the Inquirer, he was in Castellini's wallet this past offseason. It was very obvious with as much money as they spent. The fact that he was able to do that, will they be able to continue forward that way? Are there, Or are they going to have to bring in somebody that they have to build a relationship with? Somebody that we have to go back to the days when Bob Castellini was signing off on all the different transactions and stuff. Because remember how that went. We kept some guys that really should not have stayed with the Reds for as long as they did. We kept some guys around that really weren't producing. But they were Bob Castellini's guys. And so we kept them. Are we going to have to go back to that dynamic of a relationship where you've got one guy that wants to improve the team but maybe doesn't jive with Bob Castellini? Is he going to be able to hand the job over to somebody that he implicitly trusts to lead the organization like Dick Williams has? And they even named all the different things like stuff he's done at Goodyear and other things behind the scenes that we aren't really privy to right away that we will see the fruits of Uh, Dick Williams labor here in the coming years so really we cannot fully evaluate the job that he did number one I think he did an amazing job I know I was critical of his comments after the season but those were just the comments I'm not being critical of the job that he's done with this team he's done an amazing job and I think it is going to be very important what the Reds do next because what they do next determines on how positive, negative, neutral, whatever the feeling is of Dick Williams stepping down as far as the movement of the team. Because if they get this wrong, 
if the Reds do not conduct an extensive search and come to the conclusion that they found their best guy, if they do not do that, they will stall the development of this team. One of the reasons that I felt so confident that the Reds would retain Trevor Bauer is because of Dick Williams. One of the reasons that I feel so confident that the Reds were going to improve in the necessary areas that they need to improve in was Dick Williams. How are the Reds going to replace that? How are they going to bring in someone else, whoever it may be? And we'll talk about that here in just a moment. But how are they going to bring in someone else that fills that feeling, that checks that box that gives you the confidence that the Reds will continue to move forward as a winning organization. Because make no mistake about it, Dick Williams was a massive, massive... If there was a pie chart as to the reasons why the Reds are a winning organization, Dick Williams is a really big chunk of that pie chart. Might be the biggest chunk. So how do they replace that? Who do they replace that with? We'll talk about that here in just a minute, I mean, this was huge news and very unexpected, very surprising news. However, I totally sympathize with him and I'm totally with him. If I were in his position and it felt like it was kind of coming down to, do I choose baseball or do I choose family? I choose family every time, man. That's how that goes. So I'm definitely, I don't fault him for that decision at all. I now put the magnifying glass on the Reds leadership and the Reds ownership group and how are they going to continue to operate at the high level that Dick Williams has brought this organization to, who are they going to bring in to do that? There are some speculative names out there. We'll talk about that here in just a minute. But before we do, have you downloaded the Postmates app yet? Have you taken advantage of this awesome app And this awesome offer during a time where delivery just kind of makes more sense. The more and more you hear about wearing masks and all this other stuff out in public, it's probably just easier to get food and eat inside, isn't it? Postmates is going to help you with that. Download the Postmates app and enter the promo code Locked On. You'll get free delivery for your first seven days of up to $100 with no order minimums. And trust me, if you can beat the $100 limit or whatever, then more power to you because not even I did that and I'm a hungry soul whenever it comes to uh, food and stuff like that, because they've got all the best restaurants on this app. You're talking about you want some Outback steak. You want some uh, crunch wraps from Taco Bell. Maybe you want a Philly cheesesteak or a big Kahuna Philly cheesesteak from Jersey Mike's. I love that place. Jersey Mike's is amazing. They'll deliver it right to your door on the Postmates app. Check them out. And whenever you maybe need like one or two things from the store, but you don't want to get out of the house, they can help you with that too. Don't get up off your couch and get food brought right to you with the Postmates app. Download it today and enter the promo code locked on for free delivery for your first seven days of up to $100 with no order minimums. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Also, check out the best source for Ohio sports and pop culture at ohioverseeveryone.com. The website that just launched at the beginning of August takes a look at all things Ohio sports and pop culture. We're talking about the Reds and the Bengals for Cincinnati. You've got Cleveland sports coverage with the Browns and the Indians. They've even got coverage of the Buckeyes as the Big Ten gets set to start their season here in just a few weeks. Check out OhioVSEveryone.com that covers all things Ohio sports and pop culture so you know that you're getting the content that you want. 
Right now, they've got a couple of great articles talking about the Bengals. One, looking at the Bengals' win over the Jaguars this past week and Joe Burrow's first win. Or you can go back in time and check out the positivity from Brock Netter talking about the Reds possibly beating the Braves in three games. Eh, You know, go back and read something awesome about the Reds for a change. But... Ohio vs. Everyone's got all of the best Ohio sports and pop culture content. Go check them out right now. That's Ohio vs. Everyone.com. All right, so friend of the podcast, Bobby Nightingale, has an article up on the Inquirer talking about some possible candidates for to fill Dick Williams' open spot as president of baseball operations for the Cincinnati Reds. And there's two names that stick out to me. One of them... One of them I really think is going to happen because with the front office positions and with the leadership positions of the Reds, we've seen a pattern. We, we've seen the Castellinis kind of do something similar every time this position comes open, and that is they promote from within. So I think that the overwhelming favorite to take over Dick Williams' job right now is Nick Crawl. Nick Crawl's been with the organization for 18 years. He's been with the Reds for a very long time. That's something that Dick Williams had before he was promoted to president of baseball operations. So he is well known by the Castellinis and by the entire organization as a whole. So there is a large part of what the Reds would do every single day that would not change a whole lot. Now, I'm sure Nick Kral would have his ideas of, of how to tweak some things here and there, but for the most part, he's seen how it's done by Dick Williams. So if they're looking for continuity, I believe that Nick Kral will probably be the guy. I, I think that I, I just hope that they do an extensive search and they come to that conclusion. I don't want there to be like an announcement in a day or two that it's Nick Crawl without them having maybe kicked the tires on a couple of guys because there is a couple of people out there that at least raise the antenna. Right? It gets you kind of wondering what might be with these people. Now, I'm not going to go through the entire list, but there is one dude who sticks out to me, and it's actually the first guy after Nick Crawl that Bobby Nightingale lists. And it's not just because I, I skimmed the top half of the article and said, okay, well, that's all I need to know. No, I, I read the whole thing, promise you. But this guy stands out, Michael Hill, Marlins president of baseball operations. His contract is up at the end of this season. Now, obviously, they're still in the playoffs, so he still has a contract, but he will be a free agent at the end of the year, and he has overseen quite a transformation by the Marlins. The Marlins now, I I don't know how you look at them and think that this is an anomaly. I think they're going to be a pretty good team moving forward, and Michael Hill had a huge hand in that, shaping the Marlins as they are and he can bring that sort of mentality to the Reds because they need a little bit of tweaks here and there. We, I'm not saying rebuild. Nobody's saying rebuild. I think the Reds have a core for at least the next two years that they can count on. They just need to tweak a couple of things here or there. Michael Hill would be a good dude to have in the president of operations spot to lead this Reds organization. And like I said before, this is absolutely of utmost importance. This shoots to the top of offseason storylines for the Reds. Who do they bring in and how does that person move the team forward? Because Dick Williams, it was easy to see the direction because he's been doing it for the last couple of years. He's been making the moves that they need. He's built this pitching staff 
into one of the most formidable pitching staffs in Major League Baseball. Now the onus, and it, it was kind of the onus last offseason as well, is hashtag get the hitting. We're back here. Uh, what can they do to tweak the hitting? They don't necessarily need to rebuild the lineup, but how do they tweak it so that it's better? Most people would say, well, Jeff, they were last in baseball as a hitting side, and how do you say that they don't have to rebuild that? Because I think that there is part of what Dick Williams said about the 162-game season with guys figuring things out and how they probably would have improved if they had more time. So now that we go back to a world where we have 162 games to figure things out, I think that this is the roster that can handle that. These are the guys that can take it. Now, you still want to see what goes on with the shortstop position, what goes on with catcher, and how they kind of finagle who's going to be the DH. Are they sticking with Jesse Winker? Are they going to stick Joey Votto in there? How do they approach that? And how do they approach uh, – are we still going to have Alan Zenter as the hitting coach? Because the question was asked to Dick Williams if they're going to retain the coaching staff for next year. And he said yes. That was last Friday. And that was when he was still president of baseball operations. So do they bring in a new guy who kind of reevaluates some things there? That's all questions that will be answered once they know who it is. And there's a really good chance they're just going to promote Nick Crawl. I really hope they do their due diligence before they come to that decision, though. That's, that's what we're going to be looking for here in Red's country. But, I mean, that really is the biggest news Obviously, of today, probably moving forward until the Reds make that decision, because I find it hard to believe that they're going to make a lot of moves without somebody in that spot. And that that also would lead you to believe that Michael Hill uh, at least won't be added until the Marlins are done. So if this progress takes a little bit longer, maybe that's that reason. They did just get beat by the Braves in game one of the National League Divisional Series, so we'll see how that series develops, but this is important. This takes precedence over everything. The Reds have to get this right. They cannot bring somebody in here that's going to mess up everything, which probably, again, leads to Nick Crawl being that guy, but we'll see how it all plays out. And I'll be covering it all over Twitter at Jeff Carr with three F's and follow the show at Locked On Reds. And make sure that you're subscribed on whatever podcasting platform you're currently listening to, as I will have every single move of the offseason covered in depth here on the Locked On Reds podcast. Thanks so much for joining me today. That's going to do it for us. Now tell your smart device to play the Locked On MLB podcast as Sully Baseball has the playoffs covered for you. But that's going to do it for us here today. Tomorrow, the return of Throwback Thursday here on the Locked On Reds podcast. And then on Friday, we will have Drew Cook from the Blog Red Machine joining us again. But that's going to do it for us here today. Talk to you all Tomorrow. Let's go, Rex. Hey. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 